0: Welcome to Ivy League Murders. On this podcast, we focus on cases affiliated with the Ivy League, exploring the darker side of higher education. What happens when genius becomes evil? My name is Sarah Alcorn. I'm a Harvard graduate, and
1: I've been a private investigator since 1999. Join me and longtime crime diva, Laura McDonald, for Ivy League Murders.
0: Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to drawing about the G-Men, the Giants football podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined as always by my man Joe Aguirre, Sean Scanlon, and Ovi Muniz. And let's just dive right into it. Giants looked despicable this week in a 9-36 to loss to the 49ers. Sean, what are your thoughts on that game?
3: Uh, easily one of the most embarrassing games I've watched, um, in my lifetime, not even just over the past couple of years, uh, it was just a terrible showing the offense looked terrible, uh, not a single touchdown, three bad turnovers. And, um, they just got torn up in the time of possession. They only had the ball for 20 minutes, 16 seconds. So for about only a third of the game, they were out there, um, just making it bad and tough on the defense. So that was terrible to watch. Um, I feel bad for the Giants defense that they had to be out there for two-thirds of the game. But uh, they do have to be much better on third down, though. Um, just this season, their opponents are 25 of 43 on third down conversions, which is 58%, and uh, that's just an absurdly high number. Yeah. Uh, on third downs, you want to be somewhere around you know 30%, maybe high 20s. Um, so that's just unacceptable. Uh, the offense can't stay on the field. The defense can't get off the field. uh, And that's pretty much just where the Giants are at right now um, in this disastrous 2020 season. Um, And then also with Daniel Jones, um, look, I love him. And I think that he's going to be the franchise QB moving forward. Um, But at some point, he's going to have to cut down uh, the turnovers. He's had multiple turnovers in uh, 12 of his 15 starts. So that just can't happen anymore. Um, He's got to be better. um, And the team as a whole has to be better. It's just... It's tough to watch, honestly, and uh, hopefully, you know, we can see some improvements during the season. But right now, it's not not looking great.
0: Well, I have to say, uh, I watched that game, and and unlike all of you, uh, well, not Ov, Ov's a realist. Uh, I watched that game, and saw exactly what I expected to happen was gonna happen. And Sean made a million good points, but I'll take it a step further. This team, I mean, again, you look around at the at the roster, there's so many good, solid, talented players. But what did I say going into this game? If the offense can't sustain drives and they were god-awful in this game, that you're asking this defense that's young and vulnerable to get lit up. And that even somebody like uh, Mullins is, is going to light you up. If you, if you don't get to the quarterback, if you're on the field the entire time, the third downs are, I mean, it's, ah. Uh, I mean, don't you want to just, don't you want to just take your remote and throw it at your TV every time they give up a third down conversion? I mean, it's, it's yeah. stunning, but uh, again, I think that's, you run into the situation where you're, you're, on the field constantly and you're constantly in third down. What are you going to do? What are you going to do but sit back and 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 try to knock a lot of those down and and they end up being first downs, but Daniel Jones has got to get like his act together. Obviously the the cries for, you know, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields are growing louder with every turnover. It's also shocking that he's leading the Giants in rushing. I mean, What is even going on with this team? It's pathetic to watch. There's been, to me, nothing but steps back since opening day. I thought they looked good in their first game. I thought it's been two giant steps backward. And it it makes me wonder what the rest of the season is going to look like. I'm not really looking forward to it.
1: Your thoughts on me? Let's put it this way, man. We got a brand-new head coach, first year. We could go back to 1983 when Bill Barcellos took over as the Giants. He started with a record 3-12, and okay? And then the following year, they jumped off to be playoff contenders. Maybe that's what, what's going on with the New York Giants. Maybe we had so much high expectation this year, but I guess the formula, whatever Judge is doing, it's going to take some time. You know, we want to win now. I understand. I want to win now. I'm depressed since after we last won the Super Bowl. You know, I want my Giants to be contenders every single year. You know what I mean? And I know it is not the case. And I, I, pretty much the Giants suck. You know, no matter how many words you are going to use, the Giants suck pretty much. And we're going to have to suck it all the way through the end of the season. And hopefully next year, you know, because sadly to say we have to say it, hopefully next year. We may see that improvement.
0: Ovi, I have to ask you a question, though. Is Lawrence Taylor available in the next draft? Because that was the miracle it took to get 3-12 and 12 to playoff contender. And don't forget that. I mean, that guy single-handedly turned that team around.
1: Not in the next draft. This next draft is going to be stacked with offensive players. You know, a lot of quarterbacks are coming out the next draft. Uh, Still, they continue with the wide receivers. We may may get some good offensive linemen. But as far as defense, I think the Giants missed their chance. I was wanting that defensive end. I wanted, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, Isaiah, right? Isaiah Simmons. Right. I wanted him to be chosen because there were plenty of offensive linemen in that run. We did not have to get one right away. And I'm not a firm believer that an offensive tackle should be a number one pick. There were plenty more talented players out there, especially in the defense. We lack in every single position, all right? So why not start? Defense wins championships, so why not build on that defense, right? And then, again, stack them. Okay, so we got injuries. But you know what? When all the Giants players were all healthy, we were still doing the same crap like we did every single year, you know? But – I think we missed an opportunity for the, for the draft. Like I, everyone's saying, it takes time, maybe a couple of years. But we'll see, man. We'll see. But right now, we stink.
2: Well, first off, I want to go at you a little bit, Ovi. You said when everyone was healthy, they were healthy for like two total drives offensively. Before, they would. last, not last week, the week before, that was the first time, Daniel Jones has had his full starting offense since he's been a starter. And then on the, what was it? The second, third drive of the game, Saquon Barkley goes out and then Sterling Shepard goes out. So while everything looks bad, these injuries keep piling up and I still am going to be that guy that says there is still potential. And Ovi, you, you brought up a good point. This is Joe judge's first, first year. He's got to start getting his system underway and this is the COVID season. So it has expedited the whole process. So now everything looks a lot worse than it actually is in my opinion. And t- 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 no one mentioned it, but we also lost uh J- Jabril Peppers last week, which is a, another rough loss. The really the only playmaker in that defense, but, uh, I, I don't like the talks. I don't like what you're saying, Joe, about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. That's just not that that's just not gonna happen. We have our guy, Danny dimes. He is our guy. Nothing's gonna stop that. And uh as far as it well,
0: is it... Well, something might Jace. Well, hold up for a second. It, because... it, what, what let's just say let's just say that you're wrong and based on your picks. That's a pretty good assumption. So let's say that you're wrong here. And let's say that the Giants go two and fourteen. I think that's reasonable. I don't see anybody. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And our, our Dave Gettleman <laughs> is terminated at the end of this season. Are you telling me that the next general manager wouldn't want to go and get his himself a new quarterback? A 6'6 stud coming out of Clemson University?
1: I think that'd be hard to turn down. And hold on. And look at Tannehill. What team did he start with and which team he's in right now? You know, Judge didn't pick his quarterback. He didn't pick his roster until this, this this draft, okay? So, was not to say, hey, he is not the man for my system. I got to get somebody else. He is talented. Don't get me wrong. Jones is talented but he may not be that perfect guy for what Judge wants for his team.
2: Listen to me. Steve Risser said it. Uh, If they're number one, they're taking Trevor Lawrence. That's just not true. That's just not true. The number one overall pick, while everyone's saying Trevor Lawrence, it's Penney Sewell. He is the biggest. You can find my article at clovercrestmedia.com where I rank the top seven NFL, uh, top seven prospects in the NFL 21 draft, 2021 draft. And uh, while, like, you, you have to put at least some effort in this guy. Two seasons, not even two full seasons is going to make – I don't care if it's Trevor Lawrence. I don't care if it's the second coming of Joe Montana or Tom Brady in that draft. You have to commit to this guy. I don't care if Gettleman's gone or not. Just changing, bringing a whole new quarterback, trying to learn the offense – You don't need to rebuild again. You need to continue building on what you have.
0: Does Daniel Jones really understand this offense? Does he have a good read on defenses? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I think Sean's with me, and say he does not.
3: Um I, Well, he does a lot better against man coverage than he does in zone coverage. That's where he really struggles. Um, the majority of his interceptions, uh, not just this season, but last season as well, have come against zone coverage. So he's definitely got to get better at deciphering that. Um, but I, I do agree with Jace, though. Um, if you count up his total starts right now, he's still not at a full season. Um, he's at 15 games right now. He still hasn't played a full season. So I do agree with Jace. you got to give him more time than this. Like Jace also said, um, he hasn't had his, you know, full cast of weapons for a full game yet in his career. So I, I do see your argument, um, Joe with, if Gettleman's gone that, you know, obviously it's a new, um, new system. They, uh, they have the choice to pick whoever they want at QB. So I wouldn't be surprised if Gettleman is fired. Um, but I do agree that, you know, I, I think Jace, um, made a good point that Daniel Jones, we need some patience with, um, um, obviously if, if you look at Eli Manning, I'm not trying to, you know, compare them that and say that he's going to have the same exact career. But Eli Manning started off very, very slow um, in his first couple of years, turned the ball over a whole hell of a lot. So I, I think that we've got to give Daniel Jones some time. Um, if he keeps turning the ball over at this rate up until, you know, week 17 of this season, uh, you know, we might have to look at it. But uh, right now, I think we got to give him some time and be patient with him. Well, you should I, have
0: heard me in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that's. I was all over that guy. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of other people were too. So, um, I, I just think that you know, I, Daniel Jones he has the tools. Um, you know, he has got good ball placement. You know, he's got a good deep ball. He can obviously he's mobile when the pocket breaks down. So he's got a got a bunch of good tools. Um, to work with and and mold into a good quarterback. But obviously, um, turnovers have to stop.
1: Look, Daniel Jones has a QBR of 50, so something's got to give. He's already thrown four interceptions, right? And what week are we in right now? We're four. in week four?
2: Going into week four. Okay,
1: yeah. so that's a lot. And there's, a, there's quarterbacks in the NFL League that don't have to depend on star wide receiver that could distribute the ball equally. You know, you have wide receivers, you have tight ends, you got to use what you got <laughs> in front of you, right? And it's not happening. And I don't care what excuses you're you're saying right now, it is not clicking whatsoever. And if Eli was there, we would have seen the same type of football. Yeah, exactly. So it's not on Daniel Jones. Eli's a Hall of Fame quarterback. It is not Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones was put in because why? Because he was better. He was supposed to be better. He He was supposed to make things happen. I don't care what coach you bring in or whatever it is, whatever system is. He's still the quarterback of the New York Giants. He's still got to make those plays. He's still got to pass the ball. And he does the have other to side, start making stuff happen. And the receivers need to start catching. I mean, look at Egram. tight end, who's yeah. supposed to be the big star, right? Like Shockey or something like that. And yet, what was that he, what has he done so far in these games? Absolutely nothing.
3: Yeah, uh, Jones' weapons haven't helped him out. Slayton after the monster game week one, uh, he's, he's had, he had six catches in week one. He's only had six catches since then for no scores when he had two scores the first week. And uh, Ovi mentioned that Evan Ingram has been an absolute no-show. Um, he had a decent second half against the Bears last week, but uh, the, the their receivers need to get more separation. It, it's kind of tough when your receivers aren't getting open um, and your O-line is not protecting, and the pass rush is getting there in two seconds. It's, it's a tough spot for him. Um, and I, I think that they um, just need a little more patience with him. Obviously, if he keeps turning the ball over this rate, though, uh, we, we got to start asking some questions.
2: I don't think any of the blame has to go on any of the receivers or Daniel Jones right now. Daniel Jones, he's in a tough spot. Like Sean just said, like Sean mentioned, he has started less than a complete total season with two complete
0: with two different schemes two well different who's at fault then whose fault is this it's the offensive
2: line they can't get the separation cuz he doesn't have enough time and he's got to worry but, and he can't make his reads it's the offensive line's fault they're playing abysmally okay. they, they made so every they made a torn up niners defense which i still think the niners are really good but he made them look like like the old like the ravens Back in the day, like the early 2000s, like this is not like the O-line is trash. They got demolished by the rookie Javon Kinlaw. Like you can't do that. You cannot do that. They need to stir up this O-line. And yes, defensively, that's a whole nother story. But you cannot put all the blame on Daniel Jones. And this is his, he has not started a full season and you're already going, let's get a new quarterback.
0: Yeah, but, but, but listen, here's the problem. You know, you saw what Justin uh, Herbert did a couple weeks ago. You you know, and and you see other rookies. Look at at Kyler Murray. I mean, if, if the right guy gets into the right system and it clicks, it clicks. And we saw Daniel Jones have some good games middle of last season. And then he finished like garbage. And now he started like garbage. And that's my concern. Uh, like Ovi said, I mean, I understand he's under fire. I understand that these guys aren't blocking for anything, but on the rare occasion they do,
1: make something happen. Absolutely. And look at Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals already throwing 821 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. He's a rookie. And yes, he doesn't play defense and stuff like that. That's why the Bengals are where they are right now. But he's a rookie. And I'm already sick and tired of making excuses about well, we don't have our offensive line. Yo, we've been saying that for the last four seasons. We don't have an offensive line. They have an offensive line. Something's got to give. Uh, All right, uh, or no. we got well, to put these guys got to start playing better. Exactly. When are we going to
0: hold everyone accountable? What, what is what is the problem with the coaching
3: that these guys aren't aren't doing better? I I mean I think they just don't have the talent. I yeah, That's... it's not the coaching.
0: Andrew it's... Thomas, Will Hernandez. I mean, they they, they well, got some. Will Hernandez.
3: Them. He had a bad second year after a good rookie year, and he's struggled so far this year. I've never been huge on Will Hernandez, and Andrew Thomas. He's looked good at times, but he's going to struggle. Um, being a left tackle, being thrown right into the mix as a rookie. So I, I believe in Andrew Thomas going forward, but uh, right now it's it's obviously looking rough. Cam Fleming has been terrible at right tackle, and then Nick. Cam Gates. Fleming
0: should never start an NFL game. I mean, well, that's, he's not a yeah. professional football player. He he's, should be in the arena football league or something.
3: Yeah, he's a, journey, he's, he's a journeyman swing tackle, and the Giants are throwing him out to start a right tackle. Um, they're, putting, they're starting center, never played a snap of center in his entire life before this season. So it, that kind of tells you where the Giants' offensive line is at. Even though it's been struggling, and uh, we've wanted it to change in the past couple of years, they haven't done enough um, you know, to bring in assets to help that whole line Obviously it's a good start with Andrew Thomas coming in, but they're going to have to keep continuing to build that whole line. And so, you know, they get it right in you know, run blocking and in pass protection.
2: This is where I will agree with you, Joe on Gettleman is the offensive line. It's trash. Uh, Isaiah Thomas was not like he was, I had him ranked almost second round last year in the, in the draft. He was not the best tackle, I'm not happy with that pick. I figured I'd let it play out. That's not working. Um, Just it's a mess. Will Hernandez is starting to degrade. He was the only hopeful I had going into this season. The O-line personnel is so bad. You you need to even... In the past, the Giants have used second-round picks on offensive linemen, and they're already gone. They already get rid of them. It doesn't make sense. The offensive... Everything starts in the trenches. Every play starts at the line of scrimmage. And the the Giants, they figured out how to make the the defensive line of scrimmage work. Now, they just got to find that playmaking piece and a couple pieces in the secondary to shore up the defense. But everything starts on the offensive line offensively. And when you can't get time for plays to develop, you can't get time for the quarterback to make the reads, it's not going to work. And that's what we're continuing to see. And this is like—I'm fed up at this point because everyone's gonna, everyone's putting the blame all around. It, it's on—I'll put it on Gettleman. The offensive line is trash. It's garbage, and we're we're running Daniel Jones's name through the mud because he's getting no help there. And I, I don't like it.
1: <clears throat> so let me ask you this, Jace why is it that the new england patriots are able to perform every single year they don't even have tom brady and when they had tom brady they were able to take people out pull people in they, they never have the same type of roster like every two years or so okay how come they are successful and why not the giants
2: Management and coaching, like, like I said, they find the guys, they find the personnel that can fit those roles. The Giants just pick up all the scraps and throw them in uh, as far as the offensive line goes. And then uh, coaching Bill Belichick is the greatest coach in any
1: sport ever.
2: So I, I don't, I, like, he, he's just great. He he makes everything work. So
1: it's all about knowing your players and use them to whatever tools they have and and then move on. Am I, right? uh, am I right,
0: Joe? Damn, I'm 100%. 100%. And look, you're not wrong, Jason, I and I certainly do feel for hey, Dan. Daniel Jones, and, and and it's rough to like pin it all on him, but again, I need a quarterback that's going to make something happen.
2: Alright, alright. Uh, let's move on. Let's preview this week's matchup. Giants go to LA to take on the Rams. Uh, Rams looked all right start, 2-1, and one. Uh, n- not as dominant as they were a couple seasons ago when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, Aaron Donald's looking great. Uh, Jared Goff's looking okay. They obviously don't have Todd Gurley anymore. Sean, what do you think of this matchup?
3: Uh, yeah, you said it. The Rams, uh, they've looked good to start off the season. Uh, I thought they would be a lot worse than this at this point, but they they've surprised me. Um, like you said, Aaron Donald's a menace. Um, He's going to have Nick Gates and uh, Kevin Zeiler, Will Hernandez. He's going to have them working all day long. Uh, I expect him to be in the backfield a lot. And then uh, Jalen Ramsey, after being traded last year, he kind of struggled uh, down the stretch with the Rams, but coming out to start the season, he's been amazing back to that, you know, top three corner uh, in the league. So I think that, you know, Darius Slayton or whoever is outside CJ board or Damian Riley, they're all going to have rough days. Um, and I think this this Rams offense is going to be attacking us all day. Jared Goff has looked sharp. So I think Higby and, uh, you know, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, they're all going to have huge days. So it's a bad matchup um, having to go all the way to L.A. too. So it's I don't think it will be a pretty one for the Giants. I think the Rams are um, going to score a lot of points and, and win big in this one.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Todd Gurley's gone, but uh, Henderson and Malcolm Brown have certainly got the job done. Uh, You know, both put up uh, big numbers in uh, each of the first two weeks. Um, Yeah, this is going to be a rough afternoon for the Giants, obviously you know Nick Gate's gonna get his lunch eaten all day long Daniel Jones is going to be under fire and it'll be it'll I'll be interested to see if anybody on the Giants offense can make anything happen but I suspect the Giants will find themselves in a lot of third down situations they won't be able to convert on deep I mean I I, I watched Jared Goff last week I mean he I think completed his first 14 or 15 passes to open up the game I mean the guys just Clicking on offense with his team right now The defense is Is very talented I, You know the Giants aren't better than the Rams In any phase or capacity In this game At all I mean it's stunning The Giants are going to get annihilated this week They'll probably lose worse than they did last week If I had to guess I'm going to say 41 to 3 Damn Alright And that'll be with a couple of missed
1: Graham Gano field goals. I I, I know how the Giants are going to win. They're going to win the coin toss. That's all they're going to win. Because I have (laughs) Malcolm Brown and Cooper Cup on my fantasy league. And they're going to start this Sunday. And with Joel's prediction, I think I'm going to win for the second week in a row. But we'll, we'll talk about that later.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. Obi's all ready to go to Hollywood with them shades on, so we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make the pick that I always do. I'm going with the Giants. I, hopefully, I can get some reverse psychology to work in my favor here. But I, I'm not
0: like a. I, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. If you're gonna say something so unbelievably silly, explain how this scenario works. Tell me about this game that you see in your head where the Giants leave leave the Rams with a victory in hand. I'm just curious. Uh, what happens yeah. in this game? This Jared does Jared Goff not make it? Is uh, Ace Ventura Three playing? Does he get kidnapped? <laughs> Well, Jared Goff is not
2: an elite quarterback by any means of the the word, as well as uh, the Rams are going to be a little jet lag coming from Buffalo. The, 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 that's all I got. Where are the Giants uh, coming from? They're coming from uh, New York, but uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: so uh, they,
2: they're
1: equally the jet lagged
0: <laughs> and and don't normally play well on the West Coast. But no, again, tell me more. Wayne Goldman no, runs for I, I, 175 I, 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 yards and three I'll touchdowns,
2: it. but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do no, it. You like it. No, you can't.
0: That's unreasonable. What are you talking about? It? I no. want
2: the Giants to win. I'm gonna be sitting on my chair, room for the Giants. I, 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 I want them to win. That's why I'm picking. them.
3: Joe, hey. just let them Just let them pick it, Joe. It, it's better no, for our record.
0: No, this, this is appalling. I don't I care want what you. you say. I'm if gonna. If you're gonna, it. hold on. If you're going to pick the the Giants, I want you you to tell me how it happens. How
2: it happens? It's a field goal duel. Take the over for how many field goals are going to be kicked, and Graham Gano is going to shine over whoever the L.A. Rams kicker is. That's how the Giants are going to win. 18 to 15? It sounds good to me. Let's go. I like it.
0: you think the Giants are going to have six drives where they score
1: okay okay so what happened was they're going back to the uh, old NFC championship when the Giants beat the 49ers in five field goals to go to the Super Bowl yeah that's not going to happen when they're scoring four touchdowns in the first quarter already
0: All right. You know what? (laughs) Flipper Anderson's going to have 145 yards receiving this weekend.
2: Okay. All right. But before we move on to pick the rest of the games, um, we have to bring this up. The Steelers at the Titans has been postponed. It was supposed to happen this week due to multiple members of the Titans team and organization testing positive for COVID-19 after their game with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we still have yet to hear if anything's going to happen with the Vikings uh, due to them them tra- traveling to Minnesota and catching the virus. So we'll have to see what comes from that. And the, it, it was really inevitable, right, guys? Like this, it was a bound happen at some point. What do you, What do you guys think of how this is playing out?
1: Well, I'm gonna I, I tell you right now that uh, you know it happens. You know, I I don't think that uh, you could prevent that from happening. Well, everyone's taking these tests and stuff. We don't even know how accurate it is or what, but I think everyone's just having a, you know, trying to be safe on this. Uh, Joe, you've been talking about this more on your other podcasts and stuff. Please enlighten us on this COVID-19.
0: Yeah, look, this is inevitable. I say kudos to the NFL, though, that this is the first uh, game they've had to postpone because of it. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where you really gotta, you gotta go through all the proper protocols. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad the NFL is gonna like step up enforcement. I think that's really important. If you're gonna, if you want to play, play, but you got to follow the rules. And if you want to opt out, see you next year. It's as simple as that. You know, this is a, a dangerous thing. It's, it's spreading. Two hundred ten thousand dead, about a million worldwide now. So you know again the the hoax is is over let's let, let let's let be serious and and you know look all across the country you know you you still have places where they're not playing whether it be in high school or pee wee yeah. league some colleges obviously uconn still isn't playing so gotta take this stuff seriously you know, uh, and, and and apparently that that's what this is. You know, if I'm hearing the story right, was was some some players uh, not following procedure? Yes, I mean and, it, it, it's foolish. It's foolish and it's selfish. And it, you know, look, everybody has to live through the same garbage. I'm talking about the Giants, not not the pandemic, but I'll include the pandemic. We all have to live through that misery. I'm talking about the Giants again. And we're all in this together. You know, don't be a
1: douche. That's, that's it. Just follow the rules or go home. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know what? NBC really did not want to call the Giants to play that night, and they offered the Eagles and the 49ers to substitute, and they'll be playing eight o'clock Sunday night. Nice. nice. Well, uh, you mentioned it a little bit, Joe.
2: I I do like how that they they noted the NFL has noticed that certain people and certain teams aren't really following right procedure, and they go they stricken the disciplines. Uh, they're threatening to suspend people for games. They're threatening to take away draft picks. So, like, this is serious, and teams need to either get with it or get get the hell out because. We want to see football played, and don't take that away from us.
1: You're absolutely right, man. It's just too much money being invested, and for them to be careless, it's, just, it's, just, it's not being responsible at all. You're absolutely right. Yep. All right, let's get on to picks, starting off with the game tomorrow
2: night, Thursday night football, another excellent game as the Broncos go to MetLife to take on the Jets. Sean, what do you
3: think of this game? I think that this game uh,
2: powerhouses.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't know why this game is being televised, but uh, that's that's Thursday night football for you. Um, I'm gonna go with the Broncos in this one. I, I don't even really have any explanation. I just the Jets are terrible. Um, maybe Brett Ripon could get his uh, his first career win. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Broncos in a, a low scoring, ugly Thursday night brawl.
0: Well, I hate to say this, fellas. I'm going to take the J-E-T-S because I think the G-Men are a little bit worse, and I think this week the Jets prove it with a 16-9 to win over them Broncos.
1: All right, OV, what you got? Oh, man, this is the hardest pick ever. <laughs> you know, this is three weeks in a row that we get like an offer on both teams to be playing on Thursday night, but... I'm going to go yeah, for the trash thing, night in man. the NFL. I, I, I'll, I'll,
0: the garbage cans from the Houston uh, Astros needed a job, so they gave it the Thursday night schedule.
1: <laughs> jets. I'm going for the Jets. Jets.
2: All right. All right. Okay. The, this was one of those games. Before uh, all, all four downs the other week, Ovi and I were talking and how my strategy for my picks is to go last and listen to what you guys say. And kind of hash it out because there were a couple close games where the whole bull, where you all three picked one. And I said, this game's too close. So I'm going to pick the opposite. This was going to be one of those games, but I'm sitting with my guns here going Broncos, uh, splitting up the board. I, I figured everyone would pick the Broncos just how bad the Jets are doing. But Joe and Ovi, if you guys are going to put that gamble, I'll, I'll-, I'll take that. Uh, then, uh, starting off the Sunday, you got take that. You say you take that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Colts go to Chicago to take on the
3: bears. Sean, what you thinking? I'm going to go uh, with the upset on this one. I'm going to go with the home team, the bears. Um, I just think that Nick Foles came in hot down the stretch, throwing three touchdowns in uh, the fourth quarter. I don't think the bears are a four and team, but somehow their schedule has allowed them to, to get there and uh, Phillip rivers, you know, he, he had a good game last week, but he was also playing against the jets. You can't, um, can't put too much weight into that one. I think, Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor will get going um, against the bears defense, but I think that they're going to shut down the pass and uh, I'll say, I'll take the bears probably 24 to the Colts uh, 18. All right.
0: I will also be taking the Chicago bears. This will be a low scoring affair to the tune of 20 to 13.
1: All right, Ovi? I'm taking the Bears, but this is not no upset, man. Uh, I know that the Colts are favorite, but you don't disrespect Nick Foles. He's a starter, and, and they're not taking that position away from him. He's a Super Bowl champion for a reason, and I'll be surprised. I don't think it's a low-score game, Joe, but uh, Bears will win.
2: I put a lot of faith in Nick Foles when he came back from injury last year with the Jags, who were in a better state than they are this year. And then he then he did nothing. I, I, I understand he came in and did good last week against the Jets. but the, the Colts are I, I have my doubts coming into the season on the Colts, but they've been very, very impressive and I, I expect that old line and Jonathan Taylor to just run it down the Bears' throats and they get the win on the road here. Moving on, another great game as the Jaguars go to Cincinnati to take on Joe Burrow and the Bengals. What do you think of these powerhouses here, Sean?
3: Yeah, another great matchup, uh, as you said. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals. This is a uh, third week in a row I picked them, so I'm just going to keep picking them until they win one for me. They should have had it last week uh, with the tie against the Eagles, but, unfortunately, they, uh, they ended in a tie. But I think Joe Burrow will get it going um, against this Jags defense. I think that he's going to have a huge game. Um, I think Gardner Minshew will play well, um, also going against the Bengals secondary. But I could see a shootout in this one. I'd say the Bengals win by a score of thirty-one to twenty-seven.
0: I think it's definitely going to be a wild shootout, and I love the Jaguars, man. I really do. They've got such great offensive weapons. If Minshew can have a decent game, I think they can definitely win this one. It'll be a high-scoring affair to the tune of 38-35. to
1: Right, I pick the Bengals and I'll keep picking them until Burrow gets his first one.
2: Uh, This is an easy, easily winnable game for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, Not sold on the Jags. I don't know how they've Uh, They don't have a big O in front of their name, but uh, we'll we'll see. I'm going with Joe Burrow and the Bengals to get his first win. Then uh, Mm -hmm. the Cleveland Browns go to Dallas to take on the the Cowboys. What do you got, Sean?
3: I think this one's going to be a pretty good game. Um, I'm going to go with the home team and the Cowboys, though. I think uh, Dak in the passing game will get it going. Um, I also think Zeke's going to run for a lot. But, um, I, yeah, I think the, the Browns will get it going on the ground, too, with uh, obviously Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. But I think, uh, in the end, the Cowboys will score enough points, and I, I think the Cowboys will get a couple stops in the fourth quarter. So I'd say Cowboys 30 to the Browns 21. It's going to be 27
0: to 23 in this game, and it's going to be the unexpected results of 2020. The Browns will be 3-1 and one. And the Cowboys will be one and three.
1: Oh, all right, I agree with your score, but only if I'm going to uh, go with the spread. But I'm going. I hate doing this. Ugh. I'm going for the Cowboys on this one.
2: Boy, oh boy, I hate doing it as well. Over here, I, I got to go with the Cowboys. The Browns,
0: oh. like cowboy they, lovers.
2: No, 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 you, no. You, 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 the Cowboys are good enough where they shouldn't lose to the Browns. These were the games they lost last year. So this is a hard one for me to pick. But if you're losing pretty much every game, all but one game so far, I, I think that curse is kind of.
1: It's going to happen, happen again. They're going to get that onside kick again. You'll see.
2: I don't care.
0: (laughs) This just feels like a trap game for the Cowboys. Like, one, everyone's like, oh, they're going to win it. And they're like, no, we're not. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're right. But I'll be happy if the Cowboys lose, but I'm picking them to win. You're
0: blindly picking the Giants, and then you're like, well, I hate the Cowboys, but if I really think on it, yeah. Yeah, my fandom
2: overrules my brain with the Giants. Everything else, I- I'm analytical, and I break this down in my brain. And that's why, oh, thank you for bringing that up, Joe. We didn't get into records. as mm. Last week was my worst week. I was 9, 6, and 1. Was Sean, that the breakdown you was doing? Week, <laughs> 11, 4, and 1. And then Joe and Ovi tied 10, 5, and 1. Sean and I are tied for the season record at 31, 16 and one. Joe 27, 20 and one. And Ovi, you have nineteen. do
1: no tell me. You guys started before yeah, I did. Yeah. So well, I'll ask I
2: said do next, that in percentages. I'll bring win percentages in. Yeah.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Yeah.
2: Now we'll let's see get it. on to the next game. Saints, pretty disappointing the past couple of weeks. Go to Detroit, who's coming off a big win. What do you think?
3: Sean, The Lions got a big one against the Cardinals. Um, I was pretty shocked that they, they won the game. Um, I don't think that's going to happen again this week, though. I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a monster game against the Lions, uh, just like he did this week against the Packers. I think he's going to do it in the receiving game um, and running the ball. And then I, I think the Saints uh, defense is going to come to play against the Lions. Um, I can see Demario Davis having a big game and, and Cam Jordan. I think that they're going to get after Matt Stafford. Um because the Lions like to throw the ball a lot, so I think they're going to get some pressure on them, and I think that the Saints are going to have a statement win here, and I think that they'll win uh, 28 to the Lions, uh, I'll say 13. Hold on. We have breaking news. Teddy is betting Joe a sub on the
2: Browns versus the Cowboys. I am in. All right. (laughs) All right. Nice, nice, nice. All right, Joe, what's your pick for
0: Saints at Lions? okay well you ready for this man i think the saints are going through one of those rough patches that they go through every year i think this is another one of those weeks where they just don't get it together i think they're only going to score 16 points this week which is unfortunate because the lions are going to score 31 in the victory adrian peterson by the way uh, is the starting running back, and will be getting the bulk of the carry uh, of the carries going forward. So, uh, interesting twist for fantasy as well.
1: Yeah, um, he's in my team too. <laughs> Detroit wins. <laughs> Joke for that, you, dude,
2: dude. <laughs> two we, it's been two weeks. It, they lost to the Raiders, and then they lost to a good Packers team. And you're making them lose to the Lions. Yeah. What is going on? Saved hey, by a hundred.
1: Drew Brees is, is actually is- showing his age, and the decline is happening. And there. You, have to, you have to, you have to admit that. Yeah,
2: they can actually hand the ball off to Alvin Kamara.
3: Yeah, and let him I do work. I think that's true as well, but uh, Saints just have too much talent on defense and around Drew Brees. Uh, they could still get the short passing game going and quick game going with Drew Brees. Um, he just can't really push downfield anymore. Teddy says it best. Biden has a better chance to beat
2: Trump than the Lions winning. All right. All right. And then moving on, Seahawks at Dolphins. What do you think, Sean?
3: I think the Dolphins had a good game last week. Um, I picked them to win against the Jaguars, but uh, this is too tall of a task. I think the Seahawks are the best team in the NFC, the way that Russell Wilson's playing right now. And um, their defense has uh, – they had a, kind of a rough game against the Cowboys, but the Cowboys have an explosive offense. So I think their defense will do a lot better this week. Um, I think Seahawks will win big in this one, I'd probably say, by three-plus touchdowns.
0: Uh, Seahawks, 27-13.
1: I'll say Seahawks in a blow. I won't be surprised if they shut them out.
2: Oh, this is the first clean sweep of the week. Seahawks by 100. Easy peasy. Now the Chargers head to Tampa to take on Tampa Bay Bucks. What do you
3: got, Sean? The Bucs looked really good uh, last week, too, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and the offense got it clicking. So um I, I think the Bucs they might have some trouble stopping um Joey Bosa. I think that he's gonna be in the backfield a lot. But uh I think that's the only problem that the Bucks are gonna have um in this one. I think that they're gonna win by a score of twenty-seven to
0: sixteen. Well, I see things going a little differently for Tom Brady and company. I believe the Chargers are going to pull off the upset 18 to 17.
1: I don't know where you guys getting your scores, but damn. I'm going to have to, like, grab your manuals or something like that and figure out how y'all calculate. But regardless of the score, Tampa Bay is going to win this Sunday. I'm sorry, why
0: is that? Like for just because that's how it goes or
1: give me a reason. Tell me you what want, happens. <laughs> what happens? Tell me what happens. I'm going to tell you what happened. What happened is Brady, he's jealous because he didn't get the, the performance he, uh, Mahomes had on Monday night. So we're going to get to see Brady throw four touchdown passes.
0: You know what happens when Tom Brady gets put under pressure? Plays like garbage.
1: Yes, sir. He got I'll tell you right him. now, he ain't gonna, it's not going to happen. He's
0: 57 years old. I think he's in for one of those games, you guys, where I think he's going to get spanked around. He's going to be on the ground a lot, and he's not going to have a Tom Brady kind of game. Don't underestimate the Chargers. I will. I'm, I'm with Joe not here.
1: underestimating. I'm, I'm not- with Joe here. Chargers...
0: On Come that on, field younger. in Tampa Bay, did I do it? Who else it is will with be me? Herbert Bay. By Who's the time coming with me? me. Oh, coming on that
2: oh, oh, with me. Sunday
1: night, Sunday, during the day. I don't know when this game is. One o'clock. Will be baby. Justin Herbert. One o'clock. It's going to be a West Coast traveling all the way to the East Coast just to get that big L, and then are going to go back to San Diego crying. Get out of here.
0: Doesn't Justin Herbert feel like that feel good story where like he wins like his first six starts or some crazy nonsense? He can't he lost last week. I
2: lost last week, but
0: he's gonna live after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, good try, buddy. Good try. No, no,
2: no.
0: <laughs> to be hold on. To be fair, to be fair. No, he looks He good. wasn't technically the starting quarterback. He was only starting quarterback because of an injury. That was the week
3: before. He was announced to starter this week. No, 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 no. Relax that.
0: What? No, but I like, think it was still injured. But, like but he's now like officially
3: the starting I, 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 quarterback. I, I, I understand what, get what, you what though, I'm saying?
0: I get yeah, as you're as this, picking up, Joe.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know where you're going with that. One.
0: So like, he loses his first one, Sean, and then he goes on a great winning streak of like
1: we're just seven. waiting for the Chargers but, win so he can say is <laughs> <it's> the beginning <laughs> of a six-game winning streak.
3: He's gonna say it all the way till Thanksgiving. So don't listen. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you better you better pick the Chargers for the next six games. Then is what I'm hearing.
0: I'm gonna do it, and I'll tell you right now, they can't have a seven-game
1: winning streak if they don't win this one. So but you know put what in the books.
3: Hold on, hold on. But I do I'll, believe. I'll take your word
1: joke. for it. I do believe you that he'll have a winning streak because after this game, he plays the Saints, Jets, Dolphins, and Jaguars. So he got a chance. Listen,
0: this is my double down doggy darum, upset pick of the week. Do
1: it. (laughs) Just do it. All
2: right. Speaking of upsets, let's see if anyone's got anything crazier than that as the Ravens go to Washington to take on the
3: football team. Ravens have been flat lately. No, uh, Lamar's gonna bounce back this week, uh, big time. <laughs> um, I think I think Dwayne Haskins uh, might actually be the worst QB in the league. He's he's terrible. He's worse than Daniel Jones. Um, I'm glad that the Giants didn't pick him. Uh, Ravens are gonna bin, uh, win big in this one on uh, Washington.
0: You know what the worst part is? Is Dwayne Haskins is the only quarterback on my keeper league. Ooh. I got Tom Brady, I got Tyrod Taylor, and my only other quarterback, the guy I've been kind of hoping <laughs> is Dwayne Haskins, because I believed in Dwayne Haskins, and I actually saw his overall QB rating today. <laughs> it's lower than Jace's. It's not good. Um, Yeah, I, I I'm going to say the Ravens, I think Washington's going to be in this game surprisingly late, not late enough to win it. It's gonna end up, it's gonna be, it's gonna look closer than it's gonna be. You know, it's gonna be one of those games where it's gonna be like 37 21. But crazy things will have happened. Do you understand what I'm saying? There'll be like a punt return for a touchdown and like a fumble. it will be some crazy stuff. It's gonna be a wild game. You're gonna Washington's gonna give the illusion they're still in it into the fourth quarter. You're going to be like, oh, what's going on? And then it'll be over, and they'll lose.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going for the Ravens. Um, Just because Haskins behind the snap, but I I would love to see Alex Smith get back on the field. Maybe this is the game that the coach would be like, all right, Haskins sit down, and let me see Alex Smith come back and see a comeback story. You know? If you're
0: Alex Smith, is there could you figure out a worse game to come on and play in? Why not, dude? He'll be Why out not? of that game in the second quarter.
1: I mean, what, are you Kyle kidding Alex me? Can't
0: do it. <laughs> He's worse than
2: Haskins. As a Utah U fan, I would love to see Alex Smith back out there. But regardless, it doesn't matter. You could put you could put Prime Joe Montana back under. Center for the Washington football team, and the Ravens would still demolish them.
0: the The Ravens are good. They they have about that. I think I might take the Skins in that one. I would too. I mean, I'll never go against Montana. Montana, That's I don't know. He he works some magic.
2: Yeah, but uh, (laughs) the Ravens are just a better overall football team. The yeah, the the Chiefs got the win last week. Yeah, they're still riding high. They're still the defending champs. But I think the Ravens are still the best team in football. And uh, they're just going to – they're going up the road to Washington. Like, this is going to be – Wait a
0: minute. I'm sorry. Money. I hate to interrupt, Jace. You know I do. Can you – if you can't beat the Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions, are you the best team in football or are you just the second right. best team right. in football? Let me
2: rephrase that. They are the best well-rounded overall team. On paper, they, they look to be the best, like, with all they got. I think the Chiefs are just riding really high on them winning the Super Bowl, and they still have that defending champ mentality. So I, I think that's what won them that game. But I, I think, on paper, the Ravens are the best team in football.
0: Where do they play these games, though?
2: What do you mean? Oh
0: Where do the games actually Whoa. get played? in a notebook or on a football field you gotta i mean you're you're like a wrestling fan for crying out loud you can't be the man until you beat the man
2: yeah you're right you're right they they aren't the man but i'm saying well-rounded overall their defense is better than the chiefs defense and they're off the as formidable as the
1: Chiefs. I'm confused. They're, they're, did we not see the game Monday Night Football?
2: Yes, I, I okay. understand that. All right. What I'm saying is, I'm not. What I'm trying to say is, I'm. He doesn't trust his eyes, is what he's saying. Ravens. I'm not counting <laughs> out the Ravens.
1: Yeah, the game was fake games. <laughs> it was I'm a game. fake game.
2: week three. Hey, I'm not counting them out. They're still one of the best teams
0: in all the NFL. And I'm going to ignore all the evidence. I've got a real hunch here. All right, right, we're moving on. Screw all this. (laughs) Cardinals, Panthers.
2: Sean, who you got?
3: The Cardinals are going to bounce back this week. Um, Kyler Murray threw three picks last week. That won't happen again. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to make Eli Apple look like a fool out there trying to cover him. And uh, Cardinals are going to win in this one. I'd probably say by two touchdowns. Uh, I love the Carolina Panthers. (laughs) What's up with you and all these terrible teams this week?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I got a real soft spot this week. I am taking the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's my guy, and he's all the proof that anybody needs that. When you pick a bad quarterback in a draft, it's all right to go right back and get another one.
2: Damn. What do you got over For here? anybody who's
0: stupid, I'm talking about the Giants and Trevor Lawrence here.
3: I, I got where you're going with that. Fair enough.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. Hey, um, I don't know. I I, 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 have a hunch that something, something's gonna happen in this game, but I'm not gonna gamble. I'll trust your Arizona. gut.
0: Trust your gut.
1: If you're you right. feel
0: it, there's something there.
1: Yeah, I feel the toilet pretty soon, man. That's how I feel about this game. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'd say Cardinals.
2: Yeah, clean sweep here. I think the Cardinals bounced back from that disappointing loss last week uh, and find themselves back in the victory column here because they are a legit contender in the NFC. They,
0: they, Does anybody want to bet that Kyler Murray doesn't throw for any touchdowns? No.
1: It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise I feel like this game is yeah, what that what people are going to assume is going to be. I think it's going to be the opposite. That's just me. Kyler Murray is at least going to throw for one touchdown.
0: Well, I think it's interesting. Sean just said, you know, he threw for three picks last week. He's not going to do that again. Why not?
3: Because the Lions secondary is better than the Panthers secondary with the Eli apple that we know uh, firsthand. And uh, Dante Jackson also gets burnt a lot. So that would be why.
0: I was, also the I was asking a question. I just wanted to, I appreciate that answer, Sean. That's I an honest it. answer. I accept it.
3: Gotcha. Right.
0: Solid point. Okay.
2: Now, uh, talking about disappointing seasons as a whole, Vikings go to Houston to take on the Texans. Who you got here, Sean?
3: This one's tough. Uh, just cause I don't know what to, to think of either of these two teams right now. Um, Vikings on defense are, have just been terrible this year. Kirk Cousins uh, looked better last week, but still, he, he's having a rough year. So I'm just going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the better quarterback. Um, and I, I think that the Texans defense will get some pressure on Kirk Cousins with J.J. Uh, Watt and uh, Whitney Merciless. So I'd probably say Texans 27, uh, Vikings 21.
1: Okay.
3: Who's more
0: likely to be 0 and 4 Kirk Cousins or Deshaun Watson? The funny thing is, is if it's Deshaun Watson come Monday, everybody's going to be like, well, he could just reel off the wall in a row. I don't understand why people keep making excuses for Deshaun Watson. He, he, again, I love the kid. He's very talented. You got to start like pulling some wins out though. I do think he's going to do it this week. I think that the Vikings and that bum Cousins, who's back to Bumville, uh, is going to go to 0-4. I think uh, Houston wins this one uh,
1: Mm 27-12. The Vikings got the worst defense compared to these two teams, so therefore I'm picking the Texans to win. Oh, I love this. I love this.
2: I'm taking, I'm going the opposition here. I'm taking the Vikings. Justin Jefferson had himself a day last week, even though they were unsuccessful. Uh, I think the the Kirk Cousins realized he has a weapon there and he's going to go back to the well. And uh, I think this is going to be a shootout. And I just think the Vikings just have more offensive weapons than the Texans. Even though I would put Deshaun Watson over Kirk Cousins as far as QB wise, I think there's just too many Dalvin Cook, uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, they're really good. So I I like the Vikings to get their first win here. Now, probably the game of the week, Patriots go to Kansas City to take on the reigning Super Bowl champs, Chiefs. Sean, what you got?
3: I originally wrote down the Chiefs, but for some some reason, I just got a gut feeling that that Belichick's going to come to play with a good game plan. So... And I don't have – I haven't picked a lot of upsets this week yet, so I'm actually – I'm going to do it. I'll go with the Patriots in this one. Um, I think Cam Newton will will have a big game. They get James White back. Um, Rex Rex Burkhead just had the game of his career. So um, I think that – and the the Patriots still have a great secondary. Um, I understand that the the Chiefs just tore up uh, the Ravens, who might have the best secondary in the league, but I think uh, Steve Belichick and Bill Belichick will get a good game plan for it. you can't stop them the chiefs obviously with their high octane offense but you can you can try to contain them slow them down a little bit get them to kick a couple field goals so i'd say the patriots and uh, cam get rolling and i i'm going to pick the patriots with a score of uh, 33 to uh, 28 Wow, I love it, Sean. That's great.
0: Um, I feel like the Patriots are definitely going to give the Chiefs a game. I think they're going to be in it super late. I think the Chiefs are going to pull out an absolute nail-biter here. I do think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring affair. I just don't know if the Patriots have enough to outdo the Chiefs in a shootout. I've got this one going down 37-34.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's a good score. I like it. A uh, field goal, maybe it'd be a, uh, the last whoever has the ball last. It could happen that way. Maybe we'll have a dramatic win, but I'll, I'll, I'm still picking the Chiefs. And I got Mahomes as my starting quarterback for my fantasy league. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to be all right this week. Steve
2: Risser with uh, Ever Words of Wisdom. Casey clearly has the better QB. Thank you very much, Mom. Very hard to figure that out. But, uh, yeah, Chiefs go in, get it done, easy, at home. But well, not easy. I don't want to say Well,
0: easy. you know what? Hey, look, that oh, for okay. nothing. Hold on. If the Patriots are going to win this game, then let's assume for one week Cam Newton will have to be the better quarterback on the field because the Patriots aren't going to win that football game unless Cam Newton outplays Patty Mahomes. So – Let's not go getting overly confident here. Uh, you know, to say he's clearly the better quarterback. It's not like Cam Newton's a slouch. I think Cam Newton's going to be in this football game. I think Cam Newton can win this football game. And I think Pat Mahomes is a great quarterback. But again, has been what? as many Super Bowls as uh, Cam Newton has. And he's one more. So uh, I I do,
2: I I get what you're saying, Joe. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be a blow by any means, but I think with the home field advantage, the Chiefs are going to get a win here. But uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't think Cam Newton is even really that comparable to Patty Mahomes. The game plan for the, the the Patriots are back to old school Patriots football. They're running the football. They're eating clock. They're, they're taking their time. Not really throwing the ball too too much. When they do, it, it, it's old school Patriots football. They're not throwing. They're not making the shots downfield. But with Patrick Mahomes, you feel like every time he touches the ball, he has an opportunity to do something great. And you don't get that sense with Cam Newton.
0: So, you used to.
2: Yeah, you used to. Not anymore. You can again. Uh he's you can grow to love
3: him. Yeah. He he's showed signs of it so far.
2: He has showed signs, but he isn't that, that gunslinger. He isn't that guy that yeah, no. he's not like that. He's not that guy. And you don't
0: have great. to be. That's the whole point. That what yeah. I mean, that's what I mean, made Eli not, Eli. Last twenty last two minute, two minute drill.
2: You taking Patrick Mahomes or are you taking Cam Newton to get that ball down the field?
0: Mm, I don't know. Depends on the, I mean, the week. Yeah. am playing? Where are we? You're playing would... at the Texans. Is it raining badly? Because then I want Cam. Well, then maybe I'll take Mahomes. Which dome? I'm... What kind of turf?
3: <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I defense. I'd take Mahomes, but uh, Cam Cam could just do a lot of different <laughs> things though. That's Cam so would win eight,
2: like uh, I still think he is a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but he is not at that elite level like he once was. He is not. I, I hate bringing up like the numbers, like top five, top three quarterbacks and that stuff. He he isn't up on that upper echelon like he was once before, and I I, I think that's why. Like it, it is clear, Patrick Mahomes, MVP, Super Bowl champion. He is on top of the world right
0: now. He's okay, so last leader. week, last week or two weeks ago, I said I think the Chiefs would go undefeated, and you guys were all like, "No, no!" And then they destroyed the Ravens. So who's going to
3: beat them? The Patriots. I picked it.
1: There you go. The only way the Chiefs are going to lose is if they beat themselves, man. We're we're <laughs> we're beating up on this game too damn much.
0: Well, I think the guy that can make the team a team like the Chiefs beat themselves is a guy like Bill Belichick. And I think yeah. when you got a guy like Cam Newton who can get into the end zone when he needs to and and seems to be doing it with a lot of success so far this year, I like the Patriots. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna I'm picking the Chiefs because I've taken like seven upsets already, and that's probably <laughs> way too many.
3: Yeah. And Mahomes is basically going to have only one side of the field to look at with Stephon Gilmore um, on the Patriots' defense. He walks down every receiver he goes against. I understand he might have a couple plays if he's going against Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman with the speed, but um, for the majority of the game, quarterbacks don't even look at his side of the field. So I think that will be huge for the Patriots.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, going from one AFC East team to another, the Bills go to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Sean, hit me with it.
3: I think this is going to be a pretty good one. Um, I think the Raiders will play a lot better than they did um, this past week, um, playing bad against the Pats. But I, I think the Bills are legit, man. Um, Josh Allen has looked great. I think he's, a, at least for this season, a top five quarterback um, in the league right now. And their, their defense is playing great. Stephon Diggs is a huge addition to that team. So I think it will be a pretty close, close game. I think Josh Jacobs will play well for the Raiders. But I'll take the Bills late in this one by a score of 27 to 22. It's okay to
0: say Josh Allen's a top five quarterback in the NFL, and you're punishing people who just don't deserve to be there anymore, and that's okay. It really is. This is a big game for Josh Allen. It's a big road game. He needs a big road. Uh, I think if he can go and he he can win this football game, uh, and the only way he's going to do it, because the, these these Raiders can score, is he's going to have to outscore the Raiders, which means another big week for Josh Allen, which I believe in, and then hopefully everybody will shut up already and just accept him into the circle. He's there. He said he was there. He told you that when he when the draft. He told you. He was better than all of them, and he was right.
1: Not, not better than Lamar. And, and after Sunday – He's gonna be wrong because the Raiders are going to win this weekend. Okay,
2: I I I'm not mad at that, but uh, I, I do have the Bills winning. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly right now I, I might take, I might keyword there might take Josh Allen over Cam Newton in that two minute drill situation. I, I am loving Josh Allen right now. He's playing really great. Another caveat to the Bills, they get their rookie running back Zach Moss back and he had a monster week one. So I expect him to get back in the swing of things here. And uh, I I really, really like the bills and I'm going to say the AFC East is the bills is to lose right now. They're playing good football and I expect them to go into Vegas and continue that trend. Now let's go to the Sunday night game. Eagles at 49ers. Sean, what you thinking?
3: I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game. Um, just the way the Eagles' offense has looked, um, how bad Carson Wentz has looked. And then, obviously, Nick Mullins, um, he came in and played. He played well against the Giants, um, did his job. But I, I think it will be a lot different uh, going against the Eagles' defense. That Their pass rushes, even though overall as a team they haven't been great, their pass rush has been really good. Brandon Graham had a monster game last week. They still have Fletcher Cox and Derek Burnett and uh, – Malik Jackson, so I think they're going to get a lot, a lot of pressure on Nick Mullins um, and I, I think Carson Wentz will have a, a rough game going against the Niners defense, so I think it will be low scoring but I think the Niners will have just enough um, to pull a, pull away a late win. I'd say they win by a score of 18-17 to 17 on a last-minute field. We'll Um, I agree
0: with everything you said there. I think the Niners take this one 17-13. I think it'll be um, a brutal battle. And I think the Eagles are in serious trouble this year, which just makes me feel so much better.
1: Yeah, uh, George Kittle's uh, returning back, and so is Debo Samuel. So 49ers, click it. I got him. This is going to be
2: just as bad as a blowout as last week was for the Giants. Niners are getting key parts back. Um, the Eagles are are not a good team by any stretch of the, the word. So, uh, yeah, I expect the 49ers to just blow them out. Nick Mullins will look like Nick Foles uh, after these past two weeks. Then let's get to Monday Night Football. The Falcons go to the flaming hot Green Bay Packers. Sean, who's winning?
3: This one was probably the easiest one in the week for me. Um, I think I would pick the giants in a game before I'd pick the Falcons at this point. Um, they just, when they have the lead, they, they blow out. Their defense is terrible. Um, their offense is way too inconsistent, especially in the second half. And the Packers, like you said, are red hot right now. Best offense in the league. So uh, Packers by a lot at, at Lambeau in this one.
0: Falcons are a mess. And they're certainly not going to solve all of their problems at Lambeau. So there's little to no chance that the Packers will lose this week.
1: Oh, no, I think the Falcons are going to play very well uh, this Sunday in the first half. They'll be up 20 to nothing. That's and hilarious. Then, then the Packers will come back and score 44 unanswered points in the second half. And, and there's a score. So Packers will win.
2: Yeah, uh, Packers all day. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has Aaron Rodgers had took that that draft pick of the Utah Ag State Aggies Jordan Love in the first round. They took that, and he he's been thinking about that all all year since the draft. And he is on a mission. He wants to be MVP, and he wants to take the Packers to the promised land. So they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. But that's all for picks right now. So let's talk about fantasy. Starting off with the top performers for week three, we have Patty Mahomes with 40 points for the top QB, as well as we had Alvin Kamara with 44.7 points, top running back. Tyler Lockett, 37 points, top wide receiver. Jimmy Graham with 24 points, top tight end. And the Colts defense with 27 points being the top defense of the week. Now, I know we got a couple guys in the chat talking that are part of this league, part of the CMG Sports League. So let's hear some trash talk. I want to throw some of your comments up on the board. But, uh, OV, I know you got your first win. Tell me, what, how's it feel? How's it feel to get that?
1: I told you zero last week that whoever loses to me has got to be the worst fantasy football team ever because I have the worst roster. And I have to say thank you to Patrick Mahomes because he gave me a lot of points, okay? A lot of points. And because of him, I passed Teddy Key. So, Teddy, I know you're listening. So, hey, my bad, your fault, all right? (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. It's okay, all right? But uh, I told you so. But I'm going against Team Yevin this coming week. And it's going to be interesting because they're predicting that I'm going to get blown out. And I was predicted getting blown out last week. So I'm just pretty interested to see Mahomes, Peterson, Brown Cup, and A.J. Green starting this week for me against teams that don't have a good defense. I think I'm going to be all right this weekend.
2: All right. All right. For for me, uh, the close games continued as I only beat... Team D'Onofrio by six points, but I got my first win. I got my first win, and we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep the ball rolling as this week we go up against Ryu says can or uh, I don't know. We're going up against Jared. Ayukin. Yes, yes, yes. We're going up against Jared, the only undefeated team in our league. Not anymore, Jared. Not anymore. I started this league not to just be the commissioner, but to win the league. And sadly you are going to be victim number two, Jared.
1: Sorry, but it's going to happen. You know, it's sad because Jared still continues to want to make trades. And Yeah. he He's three and oh, so yeah, he's, right. he's
2: those, those trades got to be working.
1: Those trades got to be working.
2: So, uh, Sean, what are your thoughts on last week, and uh, what about this week? Your team's looking really, really good.
3: Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was a rough week uh, this past week. I only scored 77 points. Um, I, yeah, I, I had a lot of injuries, but we're not going to make excuses here. It's uh, the next man up mentality. So next week, we just we, we got to be better. Um, you know, Jared had the better team this week. He's got the only undefeated team. So uh, congrats to Jared. But uh, this week, uh, it's gonna be a big bounce back, and uh, I hate to do it to you, Joe, but uh, it's you're not gonna get your first win this week. Uh, I'm, oh, sorry I'm sorry Joe that you're. showing you. Yes, it is. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. sorry that your team is just the yeah. one in the way this week that I have to, you know, barrel through. But uh, <laughs> you know, best, best of luck though. Yeah, I got nothing.
0: Um, my team's in big trouble here. Um, I actually did make some moves this week. Kareem Hunt is yep, now uh, on on my squad. Yeah, thank you for that, Jace. Um, I also picked up uh, uh, David Johnson from Houston. So I, I I definitely had a real sitch at the running back position, and uh, so I don't know. Maybe we'll give you a game this week, Sean.
1: You never know. Hey, Joe. You never know. The reason why you're in that situation, you, know, you got Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, that alone, I'm looking at your roster like, damn. I'm that was, sorry.
3: It. yeah, that was bad luck from the start, I guess.
2: Uh, Ovi, do you have any response to this by uh,
1: Look, Tyler Bard? <laughs> Tyler Bard has been AWOL for the last couple of weeks, and now he's coming on to talk some smack. So I'll leave you alone, Tyler. <laughs> at, at the end of the season, you, I'm going to do this to you. So. All right. All right. He wants oh. to eat your lunch.
2: All right. So now let's uh, get in the show with some fancy advice. Uh, Sean, who, who's someone people should start? Who's someone people should look to pick up this week? What advice you got?
3: I think uh, for the quarterback position, uh, someone that's. Pretty available in most leagues. He's only rostered in 45% of leagues right now. Uh, Jared Goff. um, He's got a great matchup, obviously, going against the Giants secondary that we all know uh, very well about. And he's averaging just under 21 points a matchup. Um, And he's got a great matchup this week. So I I think he's got a good chance to score 25 plus points and he's still available in a lot of leagues. So I like him for quarterback. Uh, running back, I like Melvin Gordon going against the Jets. Um, he had a rough week last week against the Bucks, but he's gonna he's gonna turn that around against the Jets um, tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football. Receiver, I like Odell going against the Cowboys. Um, Odell, he's having a pretty quiet season other than you know the touchdown in the big game against the Bengals, but he will break out with a huge game uh, this week. I, I think he's gonna score at least two touchdowns um, going against the bad Cowboys secondary. I think we'll have a big game. And tight end, I like Hayden Hurst from the Falcons going against the Packers. Um, he had a good, solid first two games. Had just one catch last week, but um, I think that they're going to be trailing a lot in this game, so they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So I would like Hayden Hurst to have a good game um, against the Packers. All right, Joe. Why would you want advice from me?
0: <laughs> I mean, literally, uh, I, I I told I'm in three leagues. I'm zero nine. It's not going well anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everything I do backfires. You know, I start Malcolm Brown and Henderson runs for like a buck fifty and three touch. I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter what I do. It, it doesn't matter. So don't you don't know, just don't. I got nothing. I don't want to even talk about it.
1: All right, over. Oh, you got any advice for the people? But not. I'm just looking here on the percentages of people picking up people, and uh, Deion Lewis is on top of the list for some odd reason. Uh, uh, Garner Minshew, the Jacksonville quarterback, and the Chargers' defense. Those are the top three right now. Uh, I guess they people see something that I don't see, but it is what it is. I mean, Deion Lewis from the New York Giants. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, see, you know, it's funny. By all estimations, from what I've been reading, I, and it surprised me Wayne Goldman uh, yeah. got some carries. Uh, I think he had five carries for seven yards or four for seven, something like that. Uh, I, Wayne Goldman is going to be completely displaced by Devontae Freeman. It's going to be Lewis and Freeman, and Goldman Gallman may... End up, you know, with a couple carries late in the season, and that might be about it. I think his his time is done. So, uh Deion Lewis definitely is a guy that I think makes a lot of sense.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I like Deion Lewis. I have him in my other league, not uh, the, the the CMG league. But for me, some key names to look out for. Obviously, I've been hammering it every week. Justin Herbert, if you can pick up Justin Herbert, pick up Justin Herbert. Even if you got a solid QB, just stash him. You never know. This dude's going to light it up. As well as I, I also really, really like Zach Moss, rookie running back from Buffalo. Uh, he had a monster week one, got injured, has been out, listed as questionable now. Some, t- some people have dropped him because he's listed as questionable. If he's in your league, if he, you can pick him up, take him because this dude is a baller. This dude can run the football like a lot of He's the only rostered in 63% of leagues. According to ESPN, this dude's solid. So if you can get him, I, I suggest you get him. Now uh, that's going to be it for drawing about the G-Men. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, make sure you guys do check out clovercrestmedia.com where you can find this show as well as multiple other podcasts, sports, murder mystery comedy they got it all so go to clovercrestmedia.com to check it out or if you want or if you have a subject that you think you are passionate about and you want to make your own podcast they can help you with that so make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com if you are watching live on facebook or youtube make sure you stay tuned because in a little bit we will be going live the same squad all four of us will be going live with all four downs so don't miss it Hope to see you then. Thank you. And take care.
1: Where'd he go? Where'd he go?